You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Each week, I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friends. <laughs> Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I have a wasting disease. Oh, my God. That's a... I hope it takes fast. Hold hands. I'm not holding your fucking hand. Get we hold here. hands at the beginning of every podcast. No. That's what we do. Just play the song. It's a fucking tradition, play man. Play the song. We're going to stop twice. doing traditions now. We've sworn twice, and anyway, we haven't even started. Are we going to stop? Uh, are we going to not do our traditions? The tradition would be to not hold hands. Well, what we used to do is hold each other for a minute and then break. Well, I wish I knew how that. to start the song. It would just be. But you don't, do you? No. You know I don't. why? Because I I do everything. I, I, you don't do anything. I well, do all the work. I'm certainly the one who's suggesting the show starts, which I think is going to be important. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. I done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. One, uh, I'll start with the big one. Um, I've listened to the people. Um, mm. He used to be on the show a lot. He has not been because we moved to his studio. So Jose, uh, the cat, now has an Instagram. Uh, Jose from the dollop is the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Jose from the dollop. Is the Instagram, and it'll be um, people complain I don't post enough about there him, which just sounds insane. So he's got his own Instagram. All right, makes sense. Jose from the Dollop. Uh, so, the second he- thing I want to say is that my buddy Steve Byrne, uh, all things comedy brother and yeah. friend of the every show, uh, has a documentary called Always Amazing. It's about the amazing Jonathan, who was a crazy magician uh, in the 80s he's, and 90s. He's an indescribable character, so yes. you have to watch And it. the documentary is really, really well made, and it's really interesting, so I'd recommend it. It's in you- on YouTube, too. It's called yeah. Always Amazing. It's free, so just go yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's really great. Um, and then uh, you have another podcast called Point versus Point. That's right. It's normal. Uh, I have another podcast called uh, The West Wing Thing, in which we uh, talk about how the West Wing has infected the brains of the Democratic Party by going through each episode. Um, one that we recently recorded literally made me lose my mind. You were in here for that, right, Aaron? Yeah. I went crazy, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch them? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you just do commentary over the episodes? No, no. We uh, watch them and then talk oh, about them Oh, you watch afterwards. them and then... Okay, right, yeah. right. So you don't even have to watch a show. You can just listen right. to us talk about them. Okay, April 18th, 1974. Okay. Matt Shea was born in Spokane, Washington. Okay. The Shea family were fourth-generation Eastern Washingtonians. Spokane is a city on the eastern side of the state, close to Idaho. His father, Michael, taught Matt to chop wood when he was six years old. Okay, normal. Yep, that's a classic seven. Uh, yeah, well, 1980, actually, when he did that. So that's pretty cool. Wait, what year? Yeah, 1980. 1980? He was born in 1974. Holy shit, okay. After he learned, it became his job to, quote, see the wo- see to the wood. So after six years old, he was... Uh, in charge of wood. In the chopping, 70s. Chopping wood. Well, now we're in 1980. Okay. Yeah. Matt says his father, quote, instilled a deep sense of responsibility and personal obligation to our country. I learned all about patriotism from him. Okay. So that's pretty important. Patriotism? Yeah, I learned about 
when you're how, how hard to love the country and how fast sure normally the people who have that instilled at 10 turn out really normal yeah you'll see this guy is totally is a normal dude yeah uh, okay aces cool when matt was 10 the family moved north to bellingham uh which is up near the canadian border he then went to Gonzaga University, which is a private Roman Catholic university in Spokane. Uh, he was in the ROTC program. Sure. And graduated with degrees in history and political science. And he then joined the army for four years. Sure. Spent some time in Bosnia. Sure. Not on vacation. Uh, there was some stuff going on there. Yeah. Uh, though at the time, though, it was a hot spot for oh, people to go. Great. Take a couple weeks with the family. Yeah. I mean... It it's fun to see people in camps. Yeah, yeah. It's like Aspen. Yeah, it's a lot like Aspen. He returned and went to Gonzaga Law School, and, but stayed in the Army National Guard. Okay, can't cut those ties. Right. He met and married Lisa Jen in two thousand and two. So uh, far, nothing. Nothing stands out. Seems not, like a pretty good American fella. Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Uh, Lisa said Matt treated her quote like a possession. Well, I should if I'd bitten my tongue for eight seconds. <laughs> uh, he insisted she walk on his left side because he said his sword, if he had one, would be on his right side. Okay. The key part of that is if he had one. Yeah, yeah. Because well, it's weird to... We, I mean, it's just... You can't operate with an invisible sword. Well, you got to train your woman for when you do have a sword. Sure. Uh, Dave, and I'm not going to push back on the fact a that you have to train your woman when you have a sword. Everyone has Everyone to. knows that when you're around a woman and you have your sword sheathed, that uh, Everyone, yeah. you you got to be... Sa it's safety first. You got, And you also got to prepare your woman. Actually, I get what he's doing. You yeah, should right. do this. Yeah. It's like Everybody. a phantom limb. Yeah, what's... Well, it's, uh, it's just... It's just nice. I'm going to start doing that with a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, come on. Not a, where, uh, hey, kids, kids, don't be up there. I got a machine gun on my back of my head. It's my machine gun side. Come on. Come right I got a made-up machine gun here. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're just... Uh, you could have freaked me out. We just walked in. You could. I could have shot you. With what? My machine gun I had two months ago. Here. I guess I don't understand what's happening. I have an invented weapon that I would have used okay. on you. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you can't yeah. just walk into a room. No, because you... Because I have a phantom gun. Yep. Anyway, I guess I'm going to walk out now. Um, well, take, walk out backwards. I'm yeah. still fired up. I, I'm going to walk out forwards, and uh, I actually don't want to see you anymore. Want to see a guy kill a duck with a gun that ain't there? There's nothing happening. That that means literally nothing. Do you guys want to go see a movie? I don't. I don't want to see you. Do you guys want to write a movie? I don't want to write a movie. You... Yeah, that's all my questions. I have a sword. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to shoot. I've, yeah, I got bulletproof head. It is real. how kids play. You can't stab <laughs> me. I got bulletproof head. I can't get through to my head. It is 100%. I'm in a glass play. case. Uh, so Lisa would pay uh, the mortgage uh, on their home uh, working at a title company while Matt went to law school. Okay. Uh, Matt was called up in October 2003 and sent to Iraq for 11 months. Okay. While he was there, Lisa said his attitude towards What's this guy's her, name again? Matt Shea. Okay, because I don't want to get Colonel Sanders again this week. Oh, boy. That was ridiculous. Do people not realize they can read the, the top of the... Dave, like that one guy on Twitter said to me, if you hear Sanders and what? Kentucky, 
Does your first thing, the first thing you're not thinking is Colonel Sanders no, from Kentucky Fried I Chicken? honestly would never think that. Well, me either, but <laughs> to everyone on Twitter, I'm a fucking moron. Uh, while there, Lisa said his attitude towards her softened. So they're talking, you know, uh, sure. when, uh, doing the video chats and whatever, and he seems nicer. Yeah. Because he's in a war zone. Right. Quote, I truly hoped things would be, be- different when he got home. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, look, it's a... Uh, it is a... Optimistic. It's optimistic. Yeah, it's optimistic to think that someone's going to come back from... War better? War, war and especially... Uh, one of the like one of these wars, you know, one yeah. of these wars that we're fighting now, one of yeah. these um, made up wars, <laughs> you know, uh, cause invented wars. Well, a lot of people call them occupations, right? Or that's just the one. a or just a bombing campaign. One. Well, it's like how Iran shot our drone. Oh yeah, and uh, how dare they over shoot their country? Our drone that was over their country. Um, we're just insane. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Um. So when he came back, he was not. Uh, he was not better. He was not better. No. Quote, now he, he had two swords that he didn't have. Quote, he was still angry about everything and nothing at he all. He now had a lightsaber in his pants and he, his head. Uh, Lisa said Matt was both physically and emotionally abusive. Yes. She, quote, could not get out of bed before him. <laughs> she was not allowed to get out of bed before him. Wow. Man gets out of bed first. That is... Normal house rules? Yes, that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for yeah. mad-libbing me. Yep. Uh, he got a law degree in 2006, but still did not get a job. Interesting. Quote, he felt called to do full-time volunteer work. Now, okay. Okay. Not gonna. So she's providing for the family. She's working. He's just a super Christian fella, uh, who was called to do work. Right. Which is co-founding the Washington Family Foundation. Okay. Um, which was created to bring more unity to the Christian and conservative community. Okay. He also did pro bono work for the Christian National Alliance Defense Fund. I've so it's that. a lot of anti-abortion, blah, blah, blah. I've done a lot anti-gay of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. Yep. Um, and Lisa worked supporting them the whole time. And then she could no longer take the abusive behavior. She moved out and filed to, for divorce. But she couldn't move out until he had moved out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's complicated. Right. But that was a problem because Matt doesn't believe in divorce because he's a... Uh, a Christian who doesn't because he's believe a crazy in, person doesn't. No, he's a Christian who doesn't Sorry. believe in divorce. There's no Sorry. divorce in the in the Bible. No, there's not. No, there's no. Um, Are there occupation wars? Uh, yeah. Okay. The Washington Family Foundation conducted an investigation into their marital problems. Okay. <laughs> I think so the, the bed that, rules. The bed rules is where I would start. Yeah. So the group that he founded is now investigating. And is in what? charge of is now investigating their marital issues. Okay. And uh, and they concluded it was not Matt's fault. So so the group that is his. Yeah. Looked into his marriage. That's right. And their conclusion was that he he's, he's done nothing. He's done nothing. Yeah. After okay. A thorough well, there we go. Um, so the, the but, conclusion is there. Yeah, but still, Matt Matt stepped down as director because the divorce was happening. Sure. A- and then, and then they immediately reinstated him right after the divorce. No, right after he stepped down. Oh, okay. He literally said, so he I, I, is... "I have to step down," and they were like, "You're back." Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Right. It's a resurrection. That's right. Um, Lisa was granted a protection order by a judge for quote assault assaultive behavior. Okay. So he's hitting his wife. 
He's right. a wife beater. He's hitting his wife. He won't let her get out of bed before him. That's right. He, he she can't walk on the fake divorce. sword side. Yeah, she can't walk on the side where his fake sword will be someday, maybe, possibly. <laughs> that's right. And okay. Okay. So that sounds. This is what they tell you about when you get married. You prepare for all this stuff. Right. In Washington, they have what is called the Cascade Curtain. Okay. Since 1915, there has been talk of splitting the state in two. Okay. Everything on the west side of the Cascade Mountains votes blue, and everything on the east side votes red. So that's the split. Um, the only exception is uh, Spokane, which is a little blue dot on the red side. Okay. Right? Uh, people priced out of areas like Seattle uh, are moving to Spokane for cheap housing. Right. So it's getting more and more blue. But Spokane has very deep roots of right-wing anti-government conspiracy theories and patriot movement type people. Sure. There was the order, uh, which is a white supremacist group in the 80s that robbed- I don't like the pieces you're setting up. Why? Just because the terms that are I'm hearing now are- they're Normal. Uh, they're terms I'd flag. Well, they're bros. They're a bunch of dudes doing stuff. Yeah, but then there's other They're clubs. They're man clubs. Yeah, but in its own right, is kind of scary. <laughs> The Order, a white supremacist group in the 80s that robbed banks, attacked armored cars, and murdered a Jewish talk show So host. this is, just to jump in again, this is sort of the stuff I was... These are people uh, in the area who've done stuff. Just, that's uh, And that's the kind of people I'm saying I'd flag yeah, yeah. the behavior. Well, well, we would call, if we were there, we'd call them local doers. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kehoe brothers, who blew up a pipe bomb outside uh, Spokane City Hall in 96. So again, just... More of that stuff. It's yeah. Just... Uh, anti-government racists who bombed a, a spokesman review newspaper office, a U.S. bank branch, and a Planned Parenthood clinic in '96. So those are a militia leader who arrested who was arrested for planning to kill a federal judge in 2002. So this is the sort of a Spokane man who firebombed a synagogue in Oklahoma City in 2004. Okay, a man same. who tried to bomb a Spokane MLK right. parade so in this 2001. Is, this is the stuff that I would say. Yeah, uh, it's um, troubling. So those are the kind of that's a lot. There's a lot of uh, in Eastern Washington and Idaho. There's a lot of that fun stuff going on. Right. So in 2008, Matt ran to be a state rep for Spokane Valley, a very rich, rich white area. Uh, he ran on the standard Christian right wing pro gun platform, freedom, sure. liberty, all that. Right. Not going to take my guns. Yeah. Right. Uh, he won. Okay. Uh, January 14th, 2010, Matt led a rally of 300 people on the steps of the Capitol building. Okay. It was called the... Somber- Were they allowed to walk on any side? Of the Capitol building? Of his body. Oh, his body. I don't know Because he's what- got that invisible sword. I would hope by now he had a real sword, but uh, yeah. Okay. I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully... Even when you have a real sword, though, you still have a fake one just in case. Yeah, and yeah. if people get too close to you, you go, dude, you bumped into my fake sword. Yeah. There would be a sword there. Don't try to retaliate. I got a bulletproof head. Plus, I'm on ghoul. I mean, that's pretty close to what he would say. Um, so this rally was called the Sovereignty Winter Fest. Quote, this is Matt speaking. We will not suffer government anymore telling us how to live our daily lives. Buy our health insurance. Buy our energy. People cheered and held signs like defend the Constitution Bill of Rights for All Americans Only. <laughs> Bill of Rights for All Americans Only. Oh, damn. <laughs> they had portable toilets that they named after the Democratic senators and governor of Washington. Uh, 
So after a couple of months as a state rep, the longtime state senator in Spokane Valley, or actually this is 2010, so um, his, his second term, uh, the longtime state senator in Spokane Valley abruptly announced he was retiring due to health reasons. Okay. He, he had had a leg cut off from an illness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not like trying to laugh, but that is just like. It's a little, I mean, you don't hear it all the time. It's very 1800s. What took you out? Well, I had to give a leg up. <laughs> and you can't keep going? Nope. That's it. That'll be done. Adios. All righty. Don't stand on that side of me. The uh, So a Republican committee is put together to choose the new senator. That's okay. how it works. Okay. Uh, from the area, right? The district. Sure. Uh, the state party's executive board. N- and this is someone who just goes right in? Yeah. Right? They'll yeah. pick this person and that person will and be then, the state Right. Senator. Run eventually. Right. Okay. Um, so the state party's executive board immediately endorsed Matt Shea before anyone else had said they were going to go for the job. Okay. On January 14th, the committee was to meet, but had to delay it because a group supporting Matt, the Spokane Patriots Minutemen, sent an email calling for a, quote, flash mob for liberty. You ever been to one of those? <laughs> No, on purpose. They're really great. Wait, who wants to do that? The Spokane Patriots Minutemen. So he's in. Well, ne- well, there a rumor has started. Okay, that the that's who they're that gonna there's going to be manipulation and and the people are the people aren't going to get who they want, and these people think everyone wants Matt Shea. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, so they're, the, they're like, we'll we'll show we'll we'll tip. The scales, yeah, we'll show up by we'll doing do a freedom flash mob. Flash mob for liberty. It's very Fra- f- same thing. It's not. It's not. Well, I mean, it's very cool. You're right. I don't want to mince hairs. <laughs> <laughs> and the committee did meet. Uh, they had to delay it for a day because of this flash mob. Sure. Uh, when the committee did meet, they nominated three men. One was Matt, and then they conducted background checks, held interviews, and public hearings. Well, this is probably then, where Matt will. The guy retiring wrote a letter to the committee. So the one-leg guy writes a letter, quote, I wish to state that under no circumstances would I support Matthew Shea for any public office. Okay, so. Yeah, to Matt Shea, they'd had agreement that Matt Shea had backed out of and made the guy look like an ass. He wasn't happy with Matt Shea. Two weeks later, one so of them. So it's personal. It's not because of his abhorrent. Well, he said, human that, he said that if you back out of agreements, you can't work in the legislature like that. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he talking about? I think old school guys think that way. Like, he's 80. So he, you know. The whole premise is to fib. Yeah. Uh, so two weeks later, one of the nominee, nominees, the other three nominees, was found by police drunk in his parked car at 2 a.m. in Vegas on the okay. side of the road. Tobacco juice drooled out of his mouth. <laughs> Uh, a, a cop had a hard time waking him up. He had a gun in his waistband, two knives, two ammo clips, and body armor. So okay. he was arrested. And uh, I, first of all, on what ground? <laughs> being awesome. Yeah, for being a drunk Rambo? Is that illegal? <laughs> He's in Vegas. Um, so that elim- eliminated him from the position of state senator. So that guy was if out. If anything, it should have elevated, I but agree. I'll move on. I agree. Um, the background check on Matt included Lisa's statements from the divorce. Lisa and Matt had been disarmed by his commander in Iraq and made to have a psychiatric evaluation for anger management problems. I mean, that in a war zone, that really is... Yeah, if you're getting disarmed in your war zone for being angry, you're really standing Yeah, that, I mean, they're like, this is not... He's 
this guy's yeah because we're because they're like we all have ptsd but you my well we all are i mean yeah we're all losing our minds out here this is crazy but But you're above but you're you're a problem you have a fake sword but we actually out of everybody you have to go on timeout yeah uh a former legislator now tried to stab us with an invisible sword again uh yeah but that's (laughs) (laughs) so a former legislator who had had issues with matt when he was a legislator was now on the committee the committee um, that would select. Yeah. Okay. And he uh, said Matt, Matt, he told them Matt lost his shit on him uh, in just a crazy burst of, quote, spontaneous extreme anger sure. when they were in the legislature. So the committee ended up picking the other guy. Okay. Matt stays in the House. Uh, in November, two, and then he runs on a post 2010 and wins again. In so, the House. So, in the House, right. yeah. So in his district in 2010, he runs again. Okay. No Democrat steps up. He just runs unopposed. Which is always just shows you the, the spine of the Democratic Party. Yeah. It's strong. Uh, November 23rd, 2011, Matt was driving his pickup truck in Spokane when uh, a guy, he cut off another guy. Uh, Dave, right away. What? It's just a story about driving. A couple of bros driving down the road. Okay, so he cut someone off. It's just that you're telling me it. Yeah. That's um, my... There's honking, there's yelling, there's, uh, there's... There's fake swords a-flying. Two, yeah, two men enraged at each other, zipping through traffic, screaming at each other. Sure. Matt flips him off sure. and then pulls his handgun and points it at the man. Well, that's... This is where it's escalating. <laughs> Which caused the other driver, strangely, to speed off. Yes. Uh, the police were called by someone who saw it and Matt. Matt called and said, well, there was this incident with Some this crazy guy. guy just pulled a gun on some guy. 100%. When a cop investigated, Matt admitted he had pulled the gun. Yeah, I'm the normal one. This I, the guy's got to go to jail. What am I supposed to do? I'm in a car. He was looking at me. Uh, and he admitted that he had let his concealed weapons permit expire years before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cited for having a loaded gun in his car without a permit <laughs> and drawing a firearm under circumstances and at a time and place that warrants alarm for the safety of other persons. Do you hear the tiptoeing we have to do with our gun laws? Like, Well, he doesn't, I think he doesn't renew his permit because he doesn't believe in that. He doesn't believe he should have to have a permit. Right. Interesting. He thinks he should be able but to But even the law, around. the law is like, you delicately oh. removed a pistol from an area. You know? Yeah, it's the worst. Um, it gets even worse. Uh, because we live in America, uh, these are both misdemeanors. Right. So pulling a gun <laughs> is a- and pointing it at someone is a misdemeanor. Right. Uh, Matt was fined $75. This is just... And if he didn't get any trouble for a year, it would be taken off his record. Jesus Christ. Because that's something you don't want on someone's record. And then, pulling and a gun yet, in traffic. And yet there are people in jail for their lives because of weed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally. It's a parking t- It's It's actually less than a parking ticket. In it a is lot of places actually in LA. less than a parking ticket. Yeah. It, you are a more egregious offender if you park during street cleaning from yeah. 10 to noon. Yeah, seriously. You will get a ticket larger than the $75 it's way larger, one for pulling a fucking It's gun way larger than not wearing a seatbelt in California. Yeah. Way larger. I mean, yeah. that, that's like $500 I, now. I, my, for sure, talking on your phone. Oh, my God, yeah. So in your hand, if you have a phone, yeah. 
you are violating laws more yeah. than if you have a gun in it. I guarantee you that in certain parts, you that goes on. I think it goes on your insurance and counts against insurance. Your insurance goes up, but I guarantee you, if you pull a gun while driving, that does not go on your insurance. That is so cr- like you. I mean, your insurance company should know. <laughs> they just like I mean, screw insurance companies in general, but they should they should be alerted. Of, hey, just so you know, one of your guys pulled a gun. Oh, we're gonna probably drop it. We're not giving them full coverage. Uh, 2012, Matt ran for re-election. In August, a month after uh, after uh, the press had learned about his road rage incident, so it was it was kept under wraps, and someone found out about it in in July before the uh, before the election. Okay. Um, his latest opponent, Dem- uh, Democrat Amy Biviano, sent out mailers reminding voters he'd pulled a gun, like it's a big guy with a gun out, like sure. you know, a classic election mailer. So. Matt then went and took a picture of himself oh, standing in front of her home on her property oh my God. and posted it to Facebook. What? Oh, my God. He wrote, quote, Don't write anything. I wanted to give a special thanks to all of those in the newest 4th District Precinct. Thank you all for the overwhelming show of support. What a great neighborhood. Oh, and that's my opponent's house in the background. Smiley face. What? The posts also listed the intersection where she lived. What? He was asked to remove the posts by her campaign, and he refused. What the fuck? The chairman of the Spokane He's just putting basically her address there. A gun nut who has pulled a gun on people is now showing everyone where she lives. It's all, everything about it's a threat. Him being there, him showing other people, it's all a threat. Facebook doesn't kill people. That's right. Um, So the Republican, uh, Spokane uh, County Republican Party backed Matt's decision to keep the post up. Quote. Well, there, there we go. This looks like a fabricated issue following a poor primary performance. This, now that's a thing. I, in my lifetime, I've seen that shift. The like in politics where it's like you used to you used to be held to a standard by and I like, you know, screw both of our our political parties. Yeah. But you used to like they used to like chastise you or they used. But now everything is just playing politics. So nothing. Yeah, nothing. Literally nothing. Like nobody on your team is ever like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. No, it's fucking crazy. And so now it is just that you. You're you're pretty much invincible unless unless you like yeah kill somebody. Yeah, that's the. I mean, outside of that, it's everything else. They your party will defend you for doing yeah. both sides. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you, there's literally no thing that you can now do that people yeah. are like. Um. So. Uh, so anyway, that's what's going on in Spokane. They're like, sounds healthy. Yeah. Um. So he wins fifty six percent of the vote. On September 10th, 2013, Matt started a podcast called Patriot Radio. Uh, Description of the very first episode. Quote, the state of the economy, where Europe and Asia are headed, and what you should be doing to minimize your risk. Preparation minute on procuring water. (laughs) Wait, what is is that the title of? (laughs) His first podcast episode. One more time? It's just a description. The state of the economy, where Europe and Asia are headed. And what you should be doing to minimize your risk, 
uh, preparation minute on procuring water. If anything, your minute should be spent on it's where to get the water. It's just, it's just so great. It just combines so many things. Yes, it's most things. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a doomsday preppers podcast. Right. Yeah. By now, it was known that Matt relished talk about revolution and preparing for the day when citizens must quote stand up to your government. Oh, for God's sake! This, so this, he's, this is the shit. This this is truly the scary shit. Yeah. So he has been in all in his speeches. This is what he does, right? right. Stand up to your government. Blah blah blah. blah. He attracted supporters who agreed. Reporters said Republicans wouldn't say in public what they said off the record about Matt. So his fellow Republicans are like, I don't want, I can't, I yeah. Um, I don't want him putting a smiley his face mind. on Facebook after my exactly. home is pictured. That I'm sure sent a shiver down everyone's spine. Republicans and Democrats alike. In 2014, is it Cliven or Cliven Bundy? I, I think it was Cliven. I think it was Cliven. Um, and his family uh, had an armed standoff with BLM agents over Bundy's refusal to pay grazing fees. This guy, he, this. if we have a reoccurring character. Yeah, it's, that was our first episode. Soon after the standoff began, the Oath Keepers, a group of military and law enforcement officials, announced Matt Shea was bringing a group of Western state legislators to the Bundy Ranch, quote, to prevent bloodshed and to stand in defense of hardworking rural Americans who are under assault by a runaway government. Oh, God. <laughs> so Matt goes down there, and he speaks while he's on Bundy's property. Quote, This isn't going to stop here. It's already happening in other places in America. This is a war on rural America. Isn't it a war on cows grazing for free? Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's just about cows. Which is illegal? Which is illegal, yeah. You, you, you have to pay money to do that. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. You so the whole argument, I mean, the want. whole movement of this is just. <laughs> yeah, they want to be able to group, uh, just put their cows anywhere. It's good. Uh, so Matt criticized BLM agents for pointing guns at protesters during the standoff. This, 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 this man who pulled the gun on another guy while driving. Yeah. Is like, they carelessly used their firearms. Also, the other guys were pointing guns at BLM agents. Right. Well, but then Matt comes out. Zoom, zoom. All right, boys. Zoom. Quote, a sniper rifle is not due process. We cannot let that stand as legislators. He said other elected officials should, quote, work to restore our God-honored inst- constitutional republic. He then announced the formation of the Coalition of Western States. Which, is a, as an acronym, spells out cows. Smart. So they were known as cows. Well, that works on no levels. Oh. <laughs> they, were, they were a group of politicians and activists pushing for federally managed public lands to be transferred back to state hands. It, <laughs> it is always so weird when there's someone in government who's like, you need to get rid of government. It's like, but I just can't. I but can't. You went, you're there. Yeah. You are it. I can't. And that's the whole problem with everything right now. Yeah, it is. That everybody's just like, I mean. Yeah. Uh, it's like going into a house and going, you can't have a house. Yeah. Like if America <clears throat> was an ant farm, now's the time to shake it. Shake the fuck out just of it. Just shake it like an Etch-A-Sketch that you don't yeah. like the drawing That's of. right. Somewhere along uh, the line, Matt became a part of the American Redoubt Movement which was first proposed by a survivalist blogger in 2011. 
The idea is to create a safe haven for conservative, libertarian Christians and Jews. From the LA Times, quote, for a growing number of people, it is the designated point of retreat when the American economy hits the fan, when the banks fail, the government declares martial law, and the power grid goes down. The area, the safe haven, is northwestern United States, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, eastern Washington, and eastern Oregon. This is the safe zone. This is the safe haven. Right, okay. So they want, the idea of American Redoubt is to have all like-minded Christian, gun nut, libertarian people to move there. And when there are enough, they'll control it. Well, that's cool. Coincidentally, it's the widest place in the country. Weird. Uh, That would seem like a coincidence. So after this was announced, word took off. The 700 Club and the Christian Broadcasting Network did news segments on it. It's hard to know how many people have moved there. The Economist magazine said it was thousands of families. Um, there There is literally a... There is a real estate company called I oh, say Black Real Estate or Black something, but their picture is a guy in full military gear with an AR pointing it, and it's like, "Come join us!" And it's a successful real estate company. Dave, the, the, <clears throat> can, uh, we, Matt, can we? Do you want to do one from the eighteen hundreds, buddy? I'm only on page three. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, Matt soon became, according to the Spokane spokesman review, quote, royalty. Uh, Spokane's person. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, royalty in the American redoubt because he gives gloss and legitimacy to talk of violent revolution. (sighs) So he is the politician that they want, right? right? He is the, well, let's. I can right. pull up a picture of him. He is like he looks like a, a politician guy, and he's able to sell it. Hundred percent. Right. He's the spokesman. I don't, right. know, I don't know what I did here. I guess it doesn't matter. How do you pull up the thing, my doodle? I'm drunk. Am I drunk? There you are is. not sober. Okay, here he is. So that's our fella. Oh wait, one more time. Oh God. But he looks like a classic politician, right? Irish-looking guy, yeah. uh, you know, American flag. But he's blah, just blah, blah. a psychopath. Yeah, he's, his eyes are terrifying. Um, so also in July 2014, Spokane reporter— You just have to earn your spot to take a picture in front of the flag. Uh, 100%. Because the amount of—anyway, fuck it. Yeah. Spokane reporter Sean Vestal wrote that Matt was an oath keeper and had been recently seen at a local restaurant with a group— one of whom was the head of the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers are a very right-wing national organization of law enforcement and military people who believe they will have to honor their oaths to the Constitution by fighting the federal government. They call themselves Guardians of the Republic. So Matt's one of them. At the restaurant, Matt and his fellow Oath Keepers were heard discussing snipers, the Bundys, and militias. And a Plus person, omelets. And omelets. What kind of omelet they were going to make. You can make your own. <laughs> what? Yeah. Holy well, shit. Well, you get three f- ingredients free, uh-huh. and then it's uh-huh. 50 cents for every no ingredient blacks. after. 
No blacks. No, no, no. There's not olives on here. Don't worry. You settle down. They got Kalamata. Liberty olives. All right. All right. We're just getting omelets, Doug. Liberty olives. Doug. I want a free olive. Doug. Come on. We need that passion, but we need it for this. We're just talking about building omelets I like here. omelets, though. And that's great. We all like omelets. That's why we came here. We're going to build our own. But you got to just. For sure. We're, look, we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I barely I even get, use get, eggs because of abortion. I get. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I just get excited. Of course, because we're I'm all very ordering, excited. and I want. But we're all just gonna order. Okay. Then we take the fire. Uh, n- n- make it a note. I I can't order whatever I want because there's a restrictive menu. That's not America. Well, it's a what, list of shit. What do you want in the omelet that they don't have on the list of pop- birds? Well, a bird gave you the egg to make the omelet. You want a bird? I want a goddamn eagle in the omelet. Fuck yes, it's, I'm a, it's America. You eat its feathers chewed through its bones. Oh, what you don't? Look, we'll let's uh, wait for the waitress to come over. We'll see what they can do. Okay, but I think everybody at this table needs to lower their omelet expectations a little bit. We're fighting a war, and this it's not on the cook back there. Literally, this is the problem with this country. <laughs> well, guys. I'm not feeling freedom. All right, look. We'll, let, let's, we'll get you a bird in your omelet. And hair. With hair on it. Yeah. We'll get you a feathered bird in your yeah. omelet. All right. Okay. Good Lord. We all, should we all just take a big breath? <laughs> <sighs> uh, huh? Okay. Oh, there I we feel go. That. All right. Yep, yep, okay. Yep. God damn it. I wish oh, I they stopped breakfast at 1030. A person at a nearby table heard them talking and called the sheriff. Excuse me. That's insane. <laughs> Quote, it sounds like they were planning something. She took photos of them. The sheriff made a report and passed it on to the area's joint terrorism task force. They did not pursue an investigation. Good God. Uh, the journalist Vestal wrote, quote, if That's you want. Crazy. The journalist, the, the writer, the, this, the uh, Spokane uh, Review does a really good job of covering him. Um, and this guy, uh, oh God, what's his name? Sean, Sean Vestal? Yeah, Sean Vestal does a nice job. Um, so, I, so Vestal wrote, quote, if you want to hear Matt Shea talk crazy, you don't have to catch him at a restaurant. He'll stand up in public and do it proudly. And he wrote that Matt's fellow Republicans were the ones pushing this story to get it out in the media. God, so his fellow Republicans just... want this story of what happened at this restaurant to get out. He's with Oath Keepers. Quote, there is a palpable embarrassment about Shea among his party. Many Republicans will tell you what they really think about him in private, and it can be blistering. Few will dare to say one word about him publicly. Matt was challenged in the next Republican primary by a businessman. Matt ran on a, quote, freedom agenda. <laughs> it's just... Which means absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like... It means nothing. Products. <laughs> During a debate, he said when he came home from Bosnia, he had, quote, seen how much my country had changed. His state was under, quote, regulatory tyranny. At the end of the debate, they were asked, they were, they were allowed to ask each other one question. And Matt asked his opponent if he knew the local school mascots. And the guy was like, what? It's like, I'm focused uh, on so much stuff. And then he called, his opponent called the question cute. Matt then named 
a bunch of the mascots uh-huh. in the area and said, quote, you don't even know the district. How can you represent the district if you don't know the district? That's not a cute question. That's a serious question. Well, on one hand, we got the guy who is having Oath Keeper meetings at Danny's and pulling handguns on people and wouldn't let his wife get out of bed until he was out of bed. But then the other guy didn't know that the Wildcats... How do you not know the Wildcats? ...was from Starver. State champs. And state champs. You gotta be fucking kidding me. That guy don't know shit about this place. We're gonna have to flip a coin again. Matt won easily. Of course. In December 2014, a sheriff's deputy said on video that law enforcement needed military equipment, right? So, you know, we're getting Yeah, how we're militarizing our police department. So they got some big thing, some big uh, breakdown wall thing, shoot them up. So this guy says they needed military equipment partly because constitutionalists were storing weapons and ammunition. Well, this is such a, this is the problem. I mean, right? Is the idea that, like, if anyone can have access to military-grade equipment, then your police force is like, we need to be a military. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, it's a, a, yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, So if we just went back to the time when police could just have, say, swords, (laughs) way better. Alex Jones got a a hold of the video and posted it on InfoWars. The constitutionalists flipped out. 300 showed up at the police precinct to protest, most armed with rifles, handguns, or both. Naturally, Matt Shea was there. Matt said, quote, when the government fears the people, there is liberty. If loving the Constitution is now terrorism, we don't have a free country anymore. No more. The lion in the sand is here. We won't back up one inch. This guy. The sheriff's office released a statement saying the deputy should have used the term extremist instead of constitutionalist. Yeah. Now, Matt and the sheriff. They also have driven that new piece of military equipment through Matt. Oh, God. Matt and the sheriff, Sheriff Canis Ovich, they have a feud, and that feud goes way back. The sheriff had backed Matt in 2008 and 2010, but then he abruptly stopped. He began to see Matt as very dangerous. On what grounds? Yeah. Knesovich knows the area's rich history of homegrown terrorism, which I explained earlier, right? Uh-huh. He's a cop, so he's yeah, yeah. seen all this fucking shit. Uh-huh. He's also almost got blown up because he was at the parade with the MLK bomb that didn't go off. And right. Yeah. So at a Republican meeting in 2015, Knesovich spoke. So it's like 300 right-wing Republican people. Mm-hmm. And he goes up and he speaks and he lists all the racist and anti-government that has happened in the area. And then said, quote, the thing is, some of you are technically supporting their ideologies. One of the people he was talking to is Matt Shea. Mm -hmm. He blames Matt and his kind for spreading fear, perpetuating conspiracy theories, and bashing law enforcement. He partly blames the swarm of death threats that he and other deputies get on Matt. Mm -hmm. In 2015, Matt and another senator proposed creating a task force to split Washington and another task force to split Oregon. To, to split the states? Yeah, so he's, he wants to split his own state and then the one next door. Okay. Uh, so eastern Washington and Easter, eastern Oregon would become one state, and wait, western wait, Washington and western Oregon would become another state. Wait, he wants to, he wants to split... He wants to split the states. He wants and to then take combine, two sandwiches... 
and cut them in half and then make two half super sandwiches? He wants to make a, a, a red state and a blue state. Fully red and fully blue. Yeah. Right, okay. Except for poor Spokane. Right, which is um, the dot on the other side. Yeah. Right. Um, so... The proposal never got a hearing. Like everyone, yeah, everyone people are like, just like, "That's so not. I can't even." So Matt, I can't. Matt, honestly, even for you, very stupid. Yeah, go back to sword stuff. <sighs> the rumor, uh, a rumor, started online in April 2015 that a Navy veteran was going to have his guns confiscated by the feds. Okay, well, let's let's freak out over this and get guns to him. Uh, he's in a small town in Idaho, a town of about 1,700 people. Uh, so all these protesters head from all over the area to defend this man. The local sheriff said he was going to stand guard to prevent any attempt to remove the vet's guns. So this, and granted, this is a uh, obviously extremist group, but this does, the normally the right-wing pushback on gun control is that it's a mental health issue. So in this circumstance, it sounds like it's a mental health issue, and huh? they're like, let's defend him! Matt... Uh, was there, obviously. There were about 100 people there. Uh, they repeatedly sang God Bless America and prayed. It, it's really hard to satirize. Well, yeah. It's also hard to picture God. <laughs> yeah. If she's up there, like, no. What? Uh, this isn't the... No. No, you no, guys. You, you're, it's so wrong. You're the wrong. You're wrong. It's so wrong. I invented birds, you're not wrong. guns. I invented, like, frogs. Did someone say birds? We should get omelets. So the vet had apparently gotten a letter warning him he could not possess firearms. Okay. Probably for some rational reason. Matt said he had suffered a stroke, and that's why the government was going to take away his guns. The VA by law can't disclose what a letter on someone's health said. Sure. But a VA person said... Uh, they can bar vets from purchasing guns, quote, especially if a veteran has dementia. You wouldn't want that person to be in possession of a gun. Well, Dave, it's <laughs> his freedom. After a long day of protesting, a VA rep finally came and said no inspection was going to occur, and uh, the protesters declared victory and went home. <sighs> In Spokane, someone spray-painted death to Islam on a Muslim prayer center. Local Muslims met with a member of the city council and decided to read a salutation to local Muslims that recognized their contributions to the community. Okay, very simple, straightforward. Local Tea Party members lost their shit. Matt led a rally outside town hall called a Rally for Spokane Values. He said the rally wasn't anti-Muslim and said the uh, and said the local chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations was connected to militants and wanted to impose Islamic law. Uh, and, and, and how will they? Like they won't, <laughs> even if this were to be real. Yeah, like it's literally something that can't happen. Yeah, so yeah. Sh shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Quote, Sharia law is not compatible with the U.S. Constitution. Yes, no shit, no <laughs> shit, no shit, no shit. I mean, what are you talking about? The crowd of American flag wavers, many openly carrying guns. We are not the planet Krypton. <laughs> cheered. We do not have men capable of flight and freezing vision. 
Matt They're said, not going to bring their kryptonic laws down to Kansas City just because one kid flew from a meteor into a field. Oh, my God. They hate us for our stationaryism. Hold on a sec. I got to send an email, a text. You got to send a text? Something happening at my house. Something happened at your house? Is it okay? There's a delivery guy there. Oh. Boy, I'm boiling. Are you really? I'm angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just keep looking at him. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Um, so, yeah, so... Yeah, they all cheer, and Matt said the council should read a salutation to military veterans instead of the Muslims. But the city council read it to the Muslims, and then everyone left, and it was over. But they weren't happy. Right. On January 2nd, 2016, a second armed Bundy group took over the, I always forget how to say this, Malheur, uh, it's not, it's not, the, the wildlife refuge up in Oregon. Remember that? The Bundy sure. second takeover? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So they take it over in Oregon. Uh, Matt said he was going to go with other right-wing politicians. Okay. And he says he's going to help. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Those looking to resolve the situation asked them to stay away and said if they went in, they might embolden the armed men and cause them to stay weeks or months instead of just days. Welcome help. So, yeah. So they're like, look, we got these guys here, but if, if, if actual politicians go in there, yeah. you're going to make them think that this they is, have a lot of people on their side. Them, yeah. Um, and then they, uh, the, this judge who was like talking to him, especially thought that since one of the legislators called BLM terrorists during mm-hmm. the discussion, which is what the guys inside were doing. Yeah. The group of politicians went in anyway, the cows, these are the cows, the cows go in anyway. Right. The politicians. Coalition the cows, of Western right, right. shitheads. Right. The armed protest did indeed then last weeks. Right. Later, Oregon Public Radio reported that cows might have even been involved with the planning of the occupation. The judge said, quote, cows have been a party to this planning in some degree. I don't know if that was a lot or a little. At, at, at any point, are they like, we should change the name from cows. It's extremely confusing. I, if you, I mean, if you, I had to take out so much stupid stuff that this guy did, like, like, like an example is he, he he puts out a bill to say that you can't spend any gas tax money on art or cement stamps on the side of the highway when they uh-huh. for decoration yeah. and, and the Department of Transportation is like we don't do that. <laughs> like it's just his career is all that. Right. Like him saying right. you can't do this and then people going yeah that's not a thing. Yeah, it's complete bluster with nothing. Yeah, well that's what happens. Um yeah. I mean this is presidential. It's very presidential. Um so, uh, the Spokane uh, spokesman, sorry, review. Uh, Spokansman. Is it Spokansman? No. Sp- well, no, because Spokesman it's the spokes- spokesperson for Spokane. Spokansman. Review wrote about his trip to the refuge sure. takeover. And then Matt said after that article came out, he got death threats. Matt? Quote. From the- himself. He was just standing naked <laughs> in the mirror with a heart. I'm like, I'll kill you, Matt. Quote, the articles have incited these violent threats against me and my family. Therefore, I demand a retraction and apology of the spokesman review for putting me and my family in danger. This is the word. We do need a section of the country to throw this type of shit. 
the paper was far from the only one to write about his trip. Right. But he's blaming the paper. Right. But tons of papers wrote about it. Uh, a month later, it was announced the police investigation had been dropped because, quote, it does not rise to the criminal threat level. So yeah. it was just a guy who called up swearing and was like, how about we take over your office? Would you like that? Yeah. But Matt, uh, Matt's association with the Bundys. His By trip- the way, he is a death threat. Yeah. Right. Matt's association with the Bundys, his trip to the refuge had boosted his image amongst the Constitution lovers. So his profile goes up. Sure. Um. In June of 2016, he was at Barry and Ann Bird's religious compound in the far northeastern corner of Washington, Marble County. <clears throat> big connection, this one. So he's invited into the big. He's been invited into the big ones. So this right? is he's the... making big time connections okay. with big time peoples. Right. Barry was one of 14 signers of the Remnant Resolves, a foundational document of the Christian identity movement. The well, doc- this, this, <clears throat> this, it sounds like it's probably a pretty inviting group. Yeah, they're great. The document is about, quote, America being intended to be a Christian nation and that it needs a Christian government. The right to defend one's life, liberty, and property is God-given, supported by Scripture. Anyone who prevents men from arming is, quote, an enemy of God's people. And non-whites were, quote, mud peoples. Oh, God damn it. <clears throat> God damn it. Is, how, how are you able to be a constitutional purist, a founding father supporter, and still hold this view? Right? These are the people who carry the Constitution around in their pocket because the founding fathers understood everything and they knew everything. You know, it was just a room full of Nostradamuses. And- we'll get to that. Okay. Thank you, Daddy. Christian identity, identity was big in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Clan groups, neo-Nazis, Aryan uh, nations, all part of it. Uh, but the leaders started to die off in the 2000s, or they got old and disappeared into the woods like the birds. At the 216 God and Country Festival, Matt hosted an invite-only meeting with the birds. Matt also gave a workshop for kids, quote, an exercise in field skills for youth. That I, now, this everything has been terrible. I would love footage of that. <laughs> to see, watch him training children on how to... <laughs> and how to field strip and reassemble assigned weapons, yep. field dressing wounds, following yep. orders, yep. PT shooting skills, I want to watch him teach a seven-year-old how to turn a kid a wound. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> no, Jimmy, the man's been shot. Ow, you're hurting my hands, mister. Tie it tightly. Ow, you're tying my hands to it. God damn it, do you want to die? Ow, my finger came the off. The communists are coming. What happened? After dinner, Matt gave another workshop <laughs> called Going Underground. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know. I just want him to dig. Uh. I want him digging. Matt introduced, like a, a Matt introduced a gun rights bill that would punish public officials for taking someone's gun or not allowing them to have a gun. The bill included quotes from the founding fathers that turned out to not be real. <laughs> well, that's an easy way. Yeah, so that's, that's that answers your question. That's an easy way to win your argument. Yeah, you just make it up. Some of the quotes are slightly incorrect, conflate two different speeches, or are incorrectly attributed. 
Others are 100% invented, right. lifted off the internet without bothering, bothering to check their accuracy. Right. Such as this one, Thomas Jefferson saying, quote, <laughs> I can't wait to go to the mall and watch the new John Wick. <laughs> God, how do you know about that? <laughs> they were so ahead of their time. Quote, those who hammer their guns into plowshares will plow for those who do not. Those who hammer their guns into plowshares. What does that even mean? It means that the that the people who farm... Wait, the, those who hammer their guns into plowshares will plow for those who do not. Oh, so it basically means if you're not... So the people who have guns will take care of the people who don't. Okay, or lead the people who don't. Yeah, like and that. the other ones will plow for them. Right, so that almost... Um, so this kind of stuff is very common for Christian gun nut lovers. That that's where they it doesn't jive with the Constitution they right, because they make their own up. Right. They make up their own. Right. Because things. there was clearly a separation of church and state, and this is clearly an inclusion right. of church and, and state. And then they pass it around, and that's why that's why they say that we, the the country was based on Christian, uh, you know. Right. They, and you're like, no, it's literally in the Constitution because in the Constitution they read it's right. It's it different. is there. Right. Yeah. In June 2016, uh, an allegation of a rape of a five-year-old girl at Knife Point by some Muslim boys in Twin Falls, Idaho, stunned locals. Mm -hmm. The news went national because of Drudge and Alex Jones' Infowars. It caused people in the town to flip out and scream, quote, ISIS is here at the city council. There was a very vocal ACT chapter behind much of it. But the police chief said it was all false. All of it was false? Well, there was no rape. So all of it's false. There was no knife. One boy had touched a girl, and he had been arrested. Right. But he didn't rape her. He touched her somehow. Right. Inappropriately. Oh, inappropriately, and he got arrested. And then they turned that into ISIS is raping children in America. (sighs) Next week, the next week, Mac announced he was opening a chapter of ACT in Spokane. ACT is listed as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Well, they're a hate group. (laughs) That's what they say. And then he took to Facebook to attack the spokesman review, quote, socialist review article claiming stories about sexual assault of five-year-old girls are false is debunked. Matt then listed facts that were not at all facts and linked to an article on World News Daily, a right-wing lunatic site. That article said the boys weren't, if the boys weren't Syrian, then they were at least Sudanese or Iraqi. Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, they got to be one of the three. Oh, my God. This is just so depressing. None of this show slowed Matt down. I I, I do miss, like, genuine facts. It doesn't (laughs) seem like too long ago that there were facts. Uh, Yeah. Like, they've been getting fucked with and manipulated and used, you know, incorrectly. Yeah. But there was, like... There's a common... The, inv- the full-on invention of stuff... Yeah, Fox News. ...is pretty alarming and it all started, fairly It all started recent. with Fox News. Yeah. It's all Fox News beginning. Um, so, uh, and, and even when I kept reading the story, I, I kept coming across the idea that the more the Spokesman Review wrote about it, almost caused people not to believe it. So, so whatever the spokesman reviewer would write, people who are like this in the surrounding area would then take the opposite viewpoint no matter what. Right. Regardless of what it was. Right. So 
your option is to just go, okay, crazy man, keep talking. Yeah. Nobody will check you. So none of this slows down Matt. In 2016, he was reelected with 64% of the vote. It's getting worse. Again, Matt introduced a bill to split the state of Washington in two. Uh, the eastern, new eastern let's state. Split Matt in two. Yeah. The new eastern state would be known as Liberty. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. As previously stated, the idea had been around. Oh, it's so simple. Yeah. And this is the three-year-old who came up with it. It had been around for over 100 years, this idea. It had been interested in the Senate in 1915, 1985, 1991, 2005, and then a couple years before by Matt himself. Fails every time, right? Right. Uh, Supporters created a website, libertystate.org. Okay. Invite everyone to go look at it. I love that .com was taken. Right? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Gosh, shit. Uh, groups start meeting to discuss the idea. Okay. At a meeting in Ephrata, uh, the Liberty blog wrote, quote, the best question was asked by a lady who wanted to know what it might cost for Liberty State to build a mall. This woman is far ahead of the game. I like how she sees the, I like how she sees the state. Yeah, and we just need a really big mall. <laughs> and that's all I'm saying. And it should have a Spencer's Gifts. Uh, Claire's, uh, Sephora. And the biggest crucifix that you can see from miles around and people hanging from it. Actually, the mall should be built on a cross. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that works. And it'll have a Spencer's Gifts and uh-huh. a Claire's and a Sephora and a yeah. Cineplex yeah. and a Lucky Strike Bowling Alley and a Sabaro. A place, and a, to, place to kill Muslims? Uh, well, let, let, let's just... Freedom! Yes, I don't think you're wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step in the way. I was just going to say it should have a Cinnabon I, I was and when a I hot dog freedom. on a stick. What'd you say? Whenever I yell freedom, I always win the arguments. Yeah, no, it's smart. Yep. You know how to win. I do. Uh, some things have already been uh, agreed upon through meetings. Uh, the state animal will be a cougar. Well, the, that's, and now that that's out of the way, it feels like the rest of it's pretty much just... The state rifle on AR-15. Great. <laughs> Great, too. I feel like the state rifle might be killing the state animal. <laughs> a constitution has already been drafted. Great. Good. I was going to say. Uh, the state flag is an osprey wings outstretched... Broken shackles in its talons, symbolizing liberty's liberation from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle. <laughs> from Seattle. We're finally away from those Starbucks and those Poke Bowl shops. Uh, oh, and the Washington legislature can't split the state in two by itself. The U.S. Congress and president would also have to do it. Right. Yeah. So November 2nd, 2016, seven defendants in the National Wildlife Refugee case were found not guilty. Matt wrote on Facebook, quote, praise God, a great, great day. Now, his podcast has been going on all this time. Uh, So we're three years into the podcast. On it, he quotes scripture and cheers on Trump. He interviews very fringe right-wing authors and rolls deep in conspiracy theories. He believes the Oklahoma City bombing was an inside job. He talks about how the deep state is impacting the West. And Agenda 21, a theory that environmentalism is a plot by the UN to destroy U.S. sovereignty. Hmm. So people are wondering what's happening in Oregon. I believe that might be a part of what's happening in Oregon. Okay. Uh, Agent, the Agenda 21 is uh, a big creeping thing in the in this sort of world 
Uh, February 2nd, 2017, Matt Shea was elected House Minority Caucus Chairman by his fellow Republicans. Dave. (laughs) Is it too early for a cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) So that means Matt would preside over Republican meetings when they discussed positions on legislation and policy. This guy shouldn't preside over a kiddie pool. So despite everything that's happened, Matt is moving up. He's also placed on a special task force to study the release of legislative public records for more openness. His continued feud with Sheriff Knesevich heated up big time in September 2016. There had been a triple murder uh, months before, and Matt said on his podcast, quote, Roy Murray was arrested for a triple homicide. There were rumors that Murray was somehow connected uh, to Knesevich and the sheriff's department. When they ran the firearm that Murray had, the firearm came back to Deputy Travis Pendell, who is now the subject of an investigation because apparently when asked where the gun was, he didn't know and didn't know how it had got where it got. In truth, the murder weapon had never been found. Well. (laughs) Exactly. That no, the, everything you just said is not exactly. It undermines your whole thing. The, where's the gun? Right, but your whole premise is based on the fact that they have the gun. They did have the gun. Then they lost it. Okay. All right. Yep. No, you win. Next. <sighs> Next subject. In truth, uh, a murder weapon had never been recovered. The sheriff was furious. He asked other Republicans to step forward and back him. Well, that's an adorable thing to do. What a and, cute tactic. And none of them did. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they stayed silent, too scared of Matt's supporters. Four days after making the false statement, Matt apparently realized he had made a mistake, and he wrote on Facebook, quote, Deputy Pendel is completely innocent of doing anything other than being there and doing the right thing. Lols, hashtag my bads. <laughs> a few months later, Deputy Pendell sued Matt for defamation. Shea asked that the lawsuit be dismissed on the grounds that he can't be sued while the legislature is in session. Shea asked, for, one more time. Shea, Matt Shea asked that the lawsuit be dismissed on the grounds that he can't be sued while the legislature is in session. That's just a, a, another complete, you just ripped that out of thin air, right? What's well, Trump. I mean, right. Yeah, it's taxes. I'm under audit. No, Trump says he can't be prosecuted for anything because he's president. Oh, right. And that's why he put Kavanaugh on, because that's what Kavanaugh believes. Yes. Well, and that's why he'll never leave office. Uh, But the legislature is um, not the same thing, and a judge denied his request. Yeah. On August 17, Matt received some very important information from primary deep intel sources. Matt did from primary? Yeah, directly to him. Not secondary, primary. Primary intel sources from... Deep intel. From? There's deep intel people. Okay. He posted on Facebook, quote... Oh, as most deep intel... (laughs) That's where you go to break deep intel. He posted on Facebook, quote, North Korea launch imminent. Everyone, please pay attention to this. I have multiple sources confirming that a North Korea launch is imminent. It is likely tomorrow... To celebrate their Liberation Day, the Blow article confirms that I have been what I've been hearing, as well as 
that the North Korea leadership is now underground. Please pray for peace, but be prepared for war. What kind of, I mean, that is the level of it's a government total impl- carelessness. It's a, it's a state official warning the people about an imminent threat. Surely there is some sort of classified nature. I mean, assuming do you not, this. Do you not remember the bombs going off? I, I, it, what's so weird is that I don't remember when North Korea bombed us recently. Yeah. It's weird. It happened. It did? Well. It. So he. By links, the way, how long until that? He, <laughs> how long until it's that? North Korea did bomb us. They bombed us last week. Like, how long until that is, like, too bullshit? Uh, Matt linked to a Fox News article that not, did not at all say the launch was imminent. So he linked to a propagandist network that was even them was like no yeah so a government basically a government official posted that a missile attack was imminent a few hours go by and there is no missile and then matt posts quote this is the entire post he blinked uh the the, and uh, that was the extent of his explanation uh so people questioned him on Facebook. Why? And he wrote, quote, the sources were solid and accurate. A launch was imminent. I cannot discuss in more detail exactly what that means, but literally waiting on the order to fire. There was no question about sh- that. <laughs> Kim blinked at the last minute just prior to launch. That is a fact backed with indisputable primary sources. I had a duty to warn, and I did. This is just so it's just so outside of anything of uh, yeah uh, really i mean the mold has been completely shattered yeah in june 2018 the uh spokane convention center hosted the red pill expo oh, put good. on by a montana longtime john birch society member 420 bucks a head 420 that's kind of a cool yeah thing. that's right bro you can hear speakers discuss deep state, vaccines, globalism, the lies of climate change, and many other alt-right theories. How to ruin America this year! Matt was the MC. He also hosted a session called The Day I Took the Red Pill. In August at a gun rally, Matt attacked the news media during a speech. <laughs> That's quite a opening sentence. He was mad about things that had been written in the Spokesman Review. Quote, we can't become like those dirty, godless, hateful people. We have to uphold free speech no matter what. The antidote to that slander is always truth. Which he has no relationship with. Matt had been refusing to speak to the media for years. Uh, after this uh, speech, the governor of Washington said Matt should not be on the task force to study how to apply the Public Records Act to the legislature. Yes. The House Republican leader said Matt would stay. Oh, my God. On October 23rd, 2018, Rolling Stone published an article about Matt titled Something's Brewing in the Deep Red West. It revealed Matt's connection to Barry Bird and the Christian identity movement. Matt had gone to the Bird's get-together now three years in a row. Matt had gone to the Bird's a long time ago. A long time ago. At a speech Matt gave at the last meeting in 2018, he openly he only talked about liberty. Okay. One former member told Rolling Stone the group had recently taken an apocalyptic turn. Quote, the whole thing is the world is evil and the government is evil. They want to get back to Puritan America. Liberty is part of that plan. 
quote, they have a constitution. They think it's going to happen soon. A man named Tanner Rowe had been hired to work security for the Republican gala on election night in 2016. And then a friend and quote, longtime member of Shay's inner circle gave him a document that was written by Matt. It was called biblical basis for war on October 23rd, a week before the election, Tanner thought people needed to know who they were voting for. So he uploaded it online. And this is the same day the Rolling Stone article is published. Okay. The documents metadata shows it was created by Matthew Shea. The biblical basis for war described the Christian God as a warrior and details strategies for a holy army. It condemns abortion, same sex marriage, etc. Just a couple footnotes real quick. It is organized in 14 sections with bullet points and biblical citations. I'll give you an example. One heading is rules of war. A, conduct a census. A, conduct a census of all able-bodied males 18 to 45. B, avoid bloodshed if possible. C, make an offer of peace, not a negotiation or compromise of righteousness. If they yield they must pay share of work or taxes. If they do not yield, kill all males. Oh my God. This goes on for four pages. Oh my God. Matt admitted he wrote it, but said he was not promoting violence and the message was taken out of context. What? What? What are you talking about? (laughs) What? Out of context? He got the thing where I said kill all males and Gays and st- you took it out of context. Oh my god! If you if you put it in context with the Bible, it makes sense. But if you just read the <laughs> if you just read the outline, it seems crazy. Read it with the Bible because you read it with the outline. It's like what is this guy talking about? But if you read like the especially the first part of the Bible, the good one, the old 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 one, that one makes sense. Um, it comes together, and you're like, oh, we should kill all males who don't the, agree to. By the way, it starts our, off south. I mean, it's obviously insane but it starts off sounding like look we got to do this right <laughs> approach them find out if they're in if they're in they just have to pay their share and if they're not then we have to kill all of them <laughs> it's pretty simple it's yeah. a four-tiered idea yeah it's just simple just breaking it down check Bullet in points. ask yeah pay share yeah murder all of them oh the last one yeah, is okay. the right one. That's okay. where we want to go. Yeah. We're hoping they opt out. Yeah. Because then we get to kill them. So Matt, Matt admits he right. He says it's out of context. Quote, it was a summary of a series of sermons on biblical war in the Old Testament. This it's document still not okay to write it. This document is not a secret. I've actually talked about portions of then this you're document publicly. Crazy. Then you're an asshole. But he, ha- but he has been making this yes, argument about revolution and yes. freedom and this is the argument he has been making. Yes, but this is very explicit. He said his distract- dis- detractors are Marxists and Islamists and this was political <laughs> warfare. Stop with these terms too. They're Marxist Islamists. It turns out Sheriff Knesevich had gotten a hold of the document six weeks before and turned it over to the FBI. He said, quote, it is a how-to manual consistent with the ideology and operating philosophy of the Christian identity, Aryan nations movement, and the redoubt movement of the 90s. 
Matt begins hemorrhaging campaign donors. People are like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I was thinking freedom, like lower taxes. So, you know, his realty right. company and, and Monsanto, the people who give him tons of money are, are bailing. Two pastors, and this is a week from the election. Two pastors from his church, uh, Spokane's Covenant, Covenant Church, made a Facebook video defending Matt. Quote, Christians, get out there and vote. Vote Christian people in. Kathy McMorris Rogers, Matt Shea, people with our values and our convictions. And don't listen to the enemy-controlled mainstream media. It's fake news. Lies. Matt won re-election with a 58.3% oh, of the vote. God damn it. A man with a document a that is essentially the same thing as ISIS, but yes, for Christians, totally. has been voted in now because they have the same ideals. Because he's, Christian. he's a Christian. Because he's a Christian. But the Republicans moved Matt off the Republican caucus chair, taking the position away from him. He he still has his job. He's still sure. a he's still a state legislator. He still introduces bills to criminalize abortion and roll back gun laws, and his fellow Republicans sign on to them. In December, SPLC reported Matt had been taking campaign funds and funneling them to far-right hate groups, which is a violation of campaign laws. It turns out you can't do that. No, I wonder why. I don't know. In April 2019, The Guardian got their hands on chat records between three men. Oh, no. Anthony Bosworth, a Bundy supporter and gun enthusiast, Jack Robertson of Radio Fee Free Redoubt, and Matt, oh boy, who in the chat used the name Verum Bellator, which is Latin for true warrior. Oh God! <laughs> what's your what's your D and D name? Oh God! Like he shouldn't be in anywhere with any status because he's a psychopath. I mean, but he also is such a drip. Well, he is so, they are so yeah. religious extreme. Yeah. They are so ISIS. Like, yes, they change the name. They do, you know, they want to well, kill that, everybody. It's thinking, just like, no fucking different. The way that the, the, the exactly like I, this is, I, this is what separates this from ISIS. Nothing. It's religious ideology. Yeah. Being morphed and twisted to, Talk yeah. about murder. No, I mean I open know, mass I, murder. I know, I know Christians in my in my community, and they go to church, and they're like, "How can we help people?" And um, yeah. they fucking hate these people. Yes, no that that's the other thing. I mean that, and that's and that's the same with Islam. Yeah, I mean it's just that's like right. the you know totally. like these are fringes, and yeah. and most why, most smart religious people do not defend the actions, but they yeah. are able to manipulate it because. It's just the same re- – like it's, I remember when I was in Texas when George W. Bush was running for re-election. And I didn't – I wasn't a big John Kerry fan, but I was with my girlfriend at the time in Texas with her family. And I was trying to not argue about how horrible George W. Bush was the whole time I was there. But eventually it had to come out. And when I said all the shit that was true about him, about how he's a fucking war criminal and all that stuff, there was a long pause and the mother just goes, he's a good Christian man. <laughs> Um, so the chat was from a couple weeks before the Antifa revolt, which is supposed to happen on November 4, 2017, which was completely made up by the right wing media. And, and they hyped this idea that Antifa was going to take over America or try to take over America, which is when we were in Philly and we heard that That's guy right. on the radio. That's what he was listening to. That's that right. crazy shit. Yeah. Um, 
So in this chat, Robertson discussed getting a hold of a specific Spokane woman, quote, fistful of hair and face slam to a Jersey barrier, shaver head bald with a K bar, USMC field knife. Now they're talking about a specific human being. They talked about going after leftists in homes, cars, workplaces, and daycare locations. Shea was asked, so Matt Shea is then asked about finding three individuals, specific individuals, if he can help find them because he This is on the text. Yeah. Including an organizer for the liberal group Individual and a college professor. Matt, quote, okay, what background checks need to be done? Give me the list. Now, the Antifa revolt never happened, obviously. It was never real. Matt blamed the weather, quote... Yeah, the weather. Nothing ruins a good communist revolt like snow. Snowflakes afraid of snowflakes. If the Antifa revolt was supposed to be across the country, it didn't fucking snow everywhere, dipshit. Do you know how weather works? Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) The person who leaked that chat message was revealed by Matt and the other guys to be Jay Pounder. Jay Pounder said Matt is a Christian dominionist. That is consistent with everything I've laid out here. Matt and the other men compared Pounder to Benedict Arnold. Sure. Pounder said he followed Matt until he learned the truth, that Matt and his allies are focused on using, quote, the sheer use of raw power and fear to achieve their political and spiritual ideology that only Christians should lead the USA. This is a Christian identity politics and dominionism in its purest form, and it is dangerous. Matt denies this. His beliefs line up perfectly with a school of thought that says Christians alone should control earthly institutions, such as the government and media, until the second coming of Jesus. Uh, It is derived from the book of Genesis, in which God tells Adam and Eve to take dominion over the earth and its animals, and they want to do it through violence. There's two there's two types of dominionism. One is through violence, one is Christians say, evangelicals say dominionism doesn't exist. Uh here's a guy it clearly exists in. Yeah. Also there's other people um out there. Um there's something called uh POTUS Shield. You can look that up. That was when they decided to get behind Trump in two thousand fifteen. They're dominionists. Um there's a whole group of them. Uh Ted Cruz's dad is a dominionist. Well he also killed JFK. Yeah. Um, but they're legitimately crazy people and they are our ISIS and they are around. Uh, on Thursday, May 25th, 2019, there was a fundraiser for the state of Liberty. Wh- when was this? Sorry. This is May 25th, 2019. Okay. This is, uh, this is last month. Exactly a month ago. <laughs> Matt was there as were several other Republican politicians and Anthony Bosworth, who was on the chat and at the bunny compound and Barry and Ann bird Matt gave the last speech of the night. He denied climate change. He spoke about the cultural and political differences between Eastern and Western Washington. He claimed the U S is a Christian nation under siege by atheists and communists. The communists and atheists are responsible for the deaths of more people than any other belief system in the history of the world. What is he talking about? Matt's legislative assistant had this to say, quote, it's either going to be bloodshed or liberty. Is there a third? That's it. There's no third option? I'd like the f- salmon. That's where they are. That's where they're at. That's where we are. 
Oh, God damn. Now, nobody knows how many of them have moved to the Northwest, but the fact that there is this, the fact that there is this uh, real estate company is, is uh, frightening. It's all um, so frightening. Look, the, you know, we had, we had a wave of this, the Metzgers and, and stuff in the 80s and 90s, and it did go away. Um, and like I said, they did age out. Uh, oh, this feels different. This is different. This because of the tumultuous uh, place we're in as a country. Well, and you also, I, the, the, pro- the problem really is that, and, and I, I don't think that, you know, like our political system in general is totally ru- like just. It's just based on It's corruption. a page one rewrite. Yeah, like yeah. It, it is both sides. You know, um, what's different is the way that Trump really has off. It's like the it's gone from whispers about this time when it's time for them to stand up to, um, you know, to sort of take the law into their own hands. Yeah. That has it just the volume keeps getting louder and louder. Yeah. And the reality of it just keeps getting closer and closer. And it is now, like, that's what's scary about Trump is that he will, if yeah, he so needs these, to call these, these are the people he unlocks. Yeah, this right? this these is, are the people that the if he, chest. Th- these are the people that if he says uh, it's time go kill people they it's will time. they will go the government if he truly if he said your your government has been taken away from you the. Let's say it's when he get. Let's say it's during re-election and and he doesn't win somehow. Yeah. Um. Then that's when this happens, and he says, "No, they've they've lied to you. They've cheated you. Your government has taken over, uh, and you know you're no longer living in a democracy." And that's that's the call to arms, and that's what that's when it'll happen. And it just feels like it's more and more. That's the fucking real estate site. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll put that up. That'll be in the sources, but also put that up on Facebook and Twitter. <sighs> um, Where, what's under the about? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're right, and then and then we also have this other problem um, with the climate change and the response yeah. to it. Um, so they they they've wrapped up all these conspiracy theories and and just fear of like freedom and I can do what I want and and um and to combat climate change you need regulations and you need restrictions on life and you can't have people want to run run around like animals um you actually have to have some sort of uh um uh, structured society um so what you're seeing in Oregon is just the beginning um they're going to fight it and they're going to fight it violently at some point that's just how it's going to be. And with climate change, everything is just compounded because you are about to – we are – I mean, that is the difference. Right. Like, there's no time to waste. It's, yeah, we have a clock. We have a clock. But this is going in the other direction. And when climate change does come to a lot of people like this, it's going it's, to be validating because it's going to be right. the Armageddon end of times that uh, has been prophesized and they've yeah, been very and, excited for. And they're, and they're 100% also you know, preppers and survivalists yeah. and, and um, all that stuff. So it's all wrapped up in this fucking crazy ball of just fucking yeah. madness. So there's h- half of us who are like, we need to prevent the climate from changing dramatically. And then there are people who think that when that does happen, what that is going to be is a scourge of the sinners on earth. And that's what that's going to happen. So you'll see when climate change really does, when the shit 
does hit the fan of climate change, there are going to be people who are going to be like, good. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. And the only thing that keeps me going is knowing that those people are going to die too. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> that's good. They'll have to eat their kids like everyone else. So that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so that's um, cool. I can't believe he's, I can't believe, like. And if you don't know what's happening in Oregon, if you haven't been paying attention to the news, Oregon went to pass a cap and trade bill, which is a very complex and well-written bill. Like, if you if you look into the bill, it is amazingly well-written. It, it changes the the structure of their society. It, it, it takes care of everybody while that happens, right? There's a, a just fund to take care of people that are, are, are losing their jobs or whatever. Like, it's all there. It's taxes to take care of people as the transition happens and these fuckers run out in the middle of the night so that vote can't be taken and the militias are all saying they'll protect them and then democrats couldn't go to the legislature the next day because militias threaten them this is where we are it's not government i mean it's it's, it's not, not government. it's not democracy it's no. not you know any of the things that anybody after 911 they stopped focusing on these people and they just focused on Muslims and these people have always been the biggest threat. Yeah. Always. In America, always the biggest threat. Yeah. These are fucking white supremacists. They've always been the biggest threat to our country. Always. Yeah. And and here we are. The eye was off the ball for a long time and now we're Yeah. In, in a and now we're like, you wanna play a game? <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> oh, God damn it. This isn't even one of the bad ones I was going to do. This is a very bad one. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> All right. All right. Carry we on. sign tanks. We sign tanks. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. <laughs>